Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is March 6, 2020. If you have Twitter, you can follow the Unicorn Club for Introverts over there and you will know that you found the right profile when you see a unicorn created out of burlap. There is where I post really quick quotes, things that are funny, so forth and so on. And it's usually because it's quicker than creating a podcast. Um, Do follow, like, and share the podcast. I do believe that anyone who comes across this podcast, it was meant to be. It was fate and it was destined. Whatever it is that you're listening to, you will be getting the answer to your question. So, um, I do want you to listen to the previous two podcasts titled Get the Fuck Out of Here Part 2 and Get the Fuck Out of Here. Now, this podcast, <laughs> that phrase just sounds so funny to me. I just like it. It's, you know, when you say it with a New York attitude, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's just the funniest phrase to me. It really <laughs> It really is. So I do want you to um, (laughs) go back to, I believe it's November 30th, where I created a podcast titled Pay Attention. I want you to listen to that in your free time so that you can catch up and keep up. So this podcast is going to be titled Pay Attention Part 2. So um, if you are a person that has visions or dreams that are premonitions and they come to fruition, you will find this podcast completely relatable. If you're the type of person who thinks of someone and then all of a sudden they call you, you will find this podcast completely relatable. So earlier today I had, um, well earlier this morning I did a podcast titled Get the Fuck Out of Here part two. And so in this podcast, I talk about a male in whom I had recently met. So I had a vision this morning that I was going to end up in circumstances and situations with this male that I never wanted to be in to begin with. When I met him at the laundromat, I thought we were just having a laundromat conversation. I didn't think anything of it. And the next thing I know, he wants my number. And then after he gets my number, now I know that when someone is given a number, there's an expectation that comes from it. They, the person wants something. There's an expectation. They expect to talk to you. They expect to see you. They expect to go further than that. So the gent, the guy, the male, began calling and texting morning, noon, and night. And I had to nip that in the bud because that was something that I, that was a situation that I never wanted to be, be in to begin with. Then the next thing I know, we're on FaceTime. And that's a situation that I never wanted to be in to begin with. So I had to nip that in a bud. Then he's tried to insert himself into areas of my life that he was not welcome. And that was another situation that I never wanted to be in to begin with. So I had to nip that in the bud. I had 
a quick memory of this man that I dated in my 20s. And he and I were together for five years, but we did not live together. And at the end of the five years, I sat back and I thought about it. And I said, you know something? We don't live together. We don't have any children together. We never spoke about marriage. These things never came up. So let me talk to him and see where his head is at. So I sat down with him and I had a conversation with him about it. And he told me that he never wanted to live with a woman because he don't want anyone to put him out. And he told me how when he lived with his father, his father said to him, there can't be two bulls in one pen and put him out. And he lived out of his car for two months before he had gotten his apartment. And so he didn't want to... Uh, experience that again, which was reasonable. And then he told me he never wanted to be married and that it, in his opinion, it was women that wanted to be married and not men. And he believed that marriage was a business deal and that two people should not be married because of love. They should get married because it's business. And so I thought, well, I'm wasting my time with you. I'm still, you know, in my 20s. I'm, I'm still youthful. I would like to, you know, date and find someone who wants to live with someone and who wants to get married. And seeing that you don't want that and I do, I'm going to have to end the relationship. And so I ended the relationship. One year after that, he posted on Facebook his wife and how he bought the woman a house and how he bought her a Mercedes-Benz truck. And there was a sonogram of her pregnancy. All of the things that he told me that he did not want, he ended up having. And that's what made me realize that he did want those things, just not with me. He wanted the benefits of my youth, the benefits of my punani. It was beneficial for him for me to be gullible and naive. And he took advantage of that. Now, I can say that whenever I had a problem, I was able to talk to him about it. And he would give me really good advice that made logical sense. But... And that, that was with anyone or any situation. It could have been a friend, a neighbor, a landlord, a family member. It could have been anything. He gave me really good advice. He was always there for me. He was always a listening ear and a shoulder for me. That he was. But when it came to him, he was very closed-mouthed. And when I sat back and I self-reflected on the five-year relationship that we had, I said, you know, he pushed me in a direction in a circumstance and situation that had I had known in the beginning, I would not have accepted it. He put me in a situation that I never wanted to be in to begin with. And he took his sweet time and was patient with pushing me in that direction. And it was all because I was gullible. I was naive. I wasn't spiritually awakened. I was blind. And so it was easy for him to do it. He just took his time to do it. You know, the devil works that way. The devil will sit back and wait and push you in a direction that he wants you to go in and wait to pounce on you. And then, boom, he done pounced on you. And you're like, whoa, I didn't even see that coming. 
And so with this male that I recently met, it's happening all over again. I'm in situations with him that I never wanted to be in to begin with. And I'm constantly nipping something in the bud. And I know that there's going to come a day where he's going to say to me, let's go out and grab a bite to eat as friends. I'll pay. Then afterwards, you go your way and I go mine. There's no strings attached. And he thinks that I'm dumb enough or naive enough or gullible enough or fooled. Where I'm just going to say, oh, okay, he said we're just going as friends. So, no, he's going to have a purpose for sitting across the table from me. And in that purpose, he's going to be evaluating me to see if. I am worthy to be in a relationship with him. He thinks that he is the prize. I just had this vision that I was going to be in a situation with him that I never wanted to be in to begin with. I absolutely don't want to go and sit down and have anything to eat with him or drink or whatever. I don't want to do any of that. I don't even want to go sit in the park. But at the same time, I'm saying if I go, I can show him or give him my energy that says, I am so cut off from you. You're you're pissing in the wind. But then again, at the same time, he's so persistent that he could get that vibe. And still will pursue me. It's the devil at work. The point of this podcast is pay attention. Because the devil and people will take your choice away from you without you even knowing it. You have to know what types of questions to ask people. You have to word that question right. And you have to know when to ask that question. Never ask important questions over a text message because that gives people time to think about how they're going to respond. Ask them during FaceTime. Ask them face-to-face. Ask them over the phone when you're talking. But never ask that question. Never ask an important question via text. So be careful, pay attention that people don't push you in a direction or put you in a situation that had you had the right information to begin with, that you wouldn't have never had been in that situation to begin with. So it's up to you to ask the right questions, word the question right, to pay attention, to think things through. And if you know that you don't want to do something, don't do it from the beginning. Actions always speak louder than words, and energy speaks for itself. Shalom.